Hello, New Creation. It is Tuesday, August 1st. We're looking at 1 Corinthians 1. Today, in some reading I was doing, I read that too often in churches we are taught to quote the Bible as opposed to being taught how to actually read the Bible. That really resonated with me because I have come to understand that we don't um, read the Bible aright. We don't approach other books the way we approach the Bible, and by um, not that you don't ever quote or memorize another passage from a book that is particularly moving, but um, it's especially important to understand each type of biblical literature in its context. So here we are now in 1 Corinthians, a letter that is written by Paul. The people of Corinth had a reputation in the ancient world as an unruly, hard-drinking, rowdy, sexually promiscuous bunch. You may have observed in your own life and in the lives of others that conversion to Jesus doesn't automatically furnish a person with suitable morals and manners. Well, Paul had spent a year and a half as the pastor of the Corinthian church, going over the gospel in detail, and later he hears that one of the Corinthian families has fallen apart, that there are factions in the church that have developed, and that worship has been become a com- competition for spiritual gifts. Paul responds, reminding them of who they are, all are in Christ, and how grateful he is that they have free and open access to Jesus. He isn't expressing gratitude for their sins or successes, but rather for the grace of God that they receive through Jesus. And that is what is special. And that is what is unique, and that is what he wants to nurture nurture and mature in them and, um, and in us via this letter. Paul exhorts the Corinthians to get along with each other, building each other up in a spirit of loving unity. 1 Corinthians um, is not a list of right answers looking for some sort of certitude in life. It's about spiritual formation. Our holy... Um, status in life is a gift of God's grace. The Greek word thanks that Paul is using here when he says he's grateful is a root word for the word Eucharist. So this next Sunday when we take communion together, we can also express thanks for our fellowship, for a new creation and the body that we have there. It says here that Chloe's people, whoever they are, Um, have alerted Paul to the divisions and arguing among them. And verse 18 calls us to the message of the cross, that the cross is the power of God. The Corinthians are behaving like people who think they can now save themselves by their own efforts. But he's reminding us all that, um, beginning in verse 26, that we are to consider our own call, Brothers and sisters, not many of you were wise by human standards, not many were powerful, not many were of noble birth, but God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise, what is weak in the world to shame the strong, 
God chose what is low and despised in the world, things that are not, to reduce to nothing things that are, so that no one might boast in the presence of God. He is the source of your life in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, in order that, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your word, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the wisdom that you impart when we're listening and reading um, and reading the scripture. Teach us, Father, how to read the Bible, not to quote the Bible, but to read it for our flourishing and our spiritual formation, for our understanding. In Jesus' name, amen.